All right, grab your checked bags and your canarions because we're going on a trip. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Steep in the Stoke podcast where we extract the goods from the grinds. Today, we are, it is who we are. Dude, it, it <laughs> is episode three time. It is episode three Let's time. Let's get down to, to three. it. Let's and get back, in it. Back to the three. We got Daniel, we got Logan, and we got me. Noah, Noah Ott. The Ott man. The, the Ott man and the Logan man. Awesome. What'd you guys do today? What's new, dudes? Dude, it was a pretty chill day. We went to a little lake cabin. Uh, me and Logan did. We hung out with one of our friends, Kobe. We got to do some swimming. It's pretty sweet. Caught a monstrous fish. Dude, I, I kind of had a bummer day. I, two of my really good friends actually really like lied and hurt me today. I, I, I gotta, I'll kind of explain the story to you. So, um, I was going through my social media and I saw this guy, he caught this huge fish. And uh, as you guys will probably find out later in the episodes, I'm huge, huge into fishing <laughs> and he's reeling in this huge fish. It's so hard to catch. It's called Northern Pike. It's called the fish of a thousand casts. And I'm like, next time I see him, which was going to be in like 15 minutes, I, I have to congratulate him on how incredible this fish is. So oh, yeah. Logan Long comes into the house and I'm like, bro, your fish was so amazing. What the heck? And then he starts laughing in my face and I'm like, what, what happened? And he goes, uh, oh, well, the fish was already dead and we just hooked it on and we thought it'd be an I lost that was my so crap. dirty of betrayed. us. I'm so sorry. Ten got fooled. It was awesome though. I thought I got a kick out of it. Tight. I, that was my day. Nice. Nice. I, I, I mean, I just went, went with Noah to that cabin. Um, I've been listening to some like Pretty sweet music recently that's put me in like, uh, I don't know. It's not actually put me in a nice place because I think it's because I've been ref- in a lot of like reflecting mode. Not to sound like like existential and weird, but like <laughs> I've been just thinking a lot and I've been listening to some just nice atmospheric music. Here's a name drop for you. Uh, Sigur Ros, maybe that's right. Jonsi, uh, I don't know if that's the right way to pronounce it, but Starafruer. Uh, or something like that. That is a song, and it's been, I don't know, I've had it on repeat, and it's just really pretty. It's violins, and it's just like you're driving through the countryside, and it's yeah, it's, it's nice. So beautiful. It's so beautiful. Nice. Yeah, dude, I've been kind of in like a weird mu- music funk where I'm having a very hard time deciding like what I want to listen to, and I've actually like, I've been jamming out to that that Dwell playlist with, with the name dwell drop. Dwell playlist. There that, we go. That I've just been jamming out to that ever since you started playing it. So Sweet. What is in the dwell playlist? Oh, uh, it's just a bunch of. It's what I listen to when I'm like reading the word. So it's like a lot of Olufar Arnold's does like piano and it's like oh, songs just about words, words. like John C and Siguros. Yeah. So it's just like musical Dude, stuff that that's awesome. It's like Icelandic and cool. And um, yeah, kind of today's kind of a bittersweet day uh, in some regards. Dude, for because real. Because I think right now as we speak, if it weren't for covid and travel restrictions i think i would be either landing in or in uh just landed in uh czech republic for sh- a short-term team oh, uh and uh some other sweet stuff for like two months oh wow summer and that was going to start today but got a different plans um but that and was we, for we get to be doing this yeah what we get a, to be doing cool this thing. and get to spend time with my my buddies and uh just serve serve in the local church this summer, which is which is great. Uh and not neither here nor there better. But um that's actually what we're gonna talk about today, uh, is 
missions and um and mission trips mission trips and what it means to be a missionary but part of part of the reality of even trying to tackle that is just that's a that's a big topic that's a big thing um Mm -hmm. that pastors and theologians spend time like trying to land on really what that is and i i feel not even just somewhat but i feel highly really even unqualified to try and say this is what a missionary is yeah Yeah. because we're neither pastor nor theologians so nor missionary nor missionaries we are theologians in the sense out yeah we're theologians in the sense of we are seeking to know god so everyone's technically a theologian but i do know what you're saying of like we're not vocationally theologians. No, we're so, not. Yeah. We're not in a place of we are. We not are being equipped. We're being yeah. equipped um, at our churches right now, and yeah. so I think um, honestly, even before we jump into it, let's just pray each for like thirty seconds. Um, just say, say a quick prayer. Um, yeah, I'll I'll start, and then uh, Noah, you can close, and Daniel, you can go in the middle. Sweet. But dear Lord. Um, you are good, uh, you are gracious, and uh, you hold you hold you hold us accountable. You hold our words. Uh, we we have responsibility for the things that we say. Um, Lord, I just praise you for your grace. Uh, just cause us to point to you, point to your word, um, that we would be learning and growing, and that you would cultivate desires and affections in our hearts for you and for continuing to know who you are. Um, And yeah, in your name we pray. Lord, you are worthy. Um, You are good and you are powerful. Um, You, Christ, you have purchased uh, a people for yourself by the blood that you, uh, by the costly blood that you um, shed on the cross. Um, And you deserve that people. You deserve that church. Um, And and I pray that 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 would be our perspective in, in looking at and talking about missions and that it is your body that you have purchased for yourself, um, and that, that that is our goal and our end for your glory and your your body to be um, united with you uh, one day. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity that we get to hang out, Lord, and just um, speak your word, Lord. Um, Lord, you created us, and you love us, so you sent Jesus to die on that on the cross for our sins, Lord. Um, and Lord, we're to bring you glory and to proclaim your name. Lord, I pray that you just help guide our, our words, Lord, through this, that we would just be both proclaiming who you are and what you have done, Lord, and your glory. Help us just give us wisdom. Um, help us to love others, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Um, Dude, can can someone someone no, maybe no? Do you want to explain to us like the the intro like checked bags and canarions like what what is that, that? is the most legendary that is intro actually possible Dude, I think that title is tight. Can someone tight. walk me through it like what what is this? I think we might save that for a little bit later when we get into our our own experiences because then yeah. it make a little bit more sense. Okay, but think right. about setting the stage. Think Set. about check. It's, and canary (laughs) and think about the reality of both of those being travel luggage and if you have no clue what we're talking about you will hear by the end of this video uh, episode and if you already do you know us pretty well and you're part of the club (laughs) (laughs) 
sweet. Yeah, the, baby. The stoked club. The, the, stoked, the stoked club, club that kind of sort of does slash doesn't exist. We you love get it. brownie points. Um. Anyway, what I'm I'm trying to wrap my mind around how to begin approaching this. Um, missions yeah. is missions is huge. It's a it's a thing. I I think we think of we can think of tons of different things when we think about it. We could think about um big missionary organizations that teenagers do on a gap year. Yeah. Um or I shouldn't say missionary organizations, I should say mission organizations. Um uh just teenage going on gap year. Like that's what a lot of people think of, I think. A lot of people think of um Mormon missionaries um going from door to door. Um it it's a it's a big thing and I don't I personally don't feel incredibly qualified to try to come up with my ideal definition of what it is definition of telling people you know this is what being a mission supporter looks like this is what being a missionary looks like but I think we can seek to point towards what others have said and ultimately to what the word says yeah in that um and so let's do that yeah so kind of like let's hop into it disclaimer on that like we are not saying that we know everything and that what we're saying is absolute truth it's we're like, we're currently learning we're learning and we're working through this so you can kind of hear our mm-hmm. conversation of working through right this and and, and and this is the model that that's kind of that's being set for us in our church and um and we're trusting our leaders that they that they are mm-hmm. making wise decisions and um super we, grateful for that too. yeah and so we're, we're really just trying to look at this humbly and in a way that is christ honoring and and how how is he um, sovereignly growing his church in the nations. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually going to start off. Uh, Logan printed off the uh, a thesis paper or something written by uh, one of our missionaries in the Czech Republic. Um, his name is Marcus Denny. Um, and this is just a little brief definition of uh, the term missionary. Um, and I'm just going to read it for you. It says, The term missionary can therefore be defined as one who has been sent out by those with authority in the church in order to fulfill the Great Commission by preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, establishing churches, appointing elders, and teaching the whole counsel of God. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of a lot in there. I don't think we're going to be able to unpack everything. It'd probably take a, a few episodes to do that. Yeah, <laughs> um, just and, a few. And that's not a uh, all ex- all inclusive um, definition there, but I, I think it for sure hits some of the some of the big points. I think um, it's it's yeah. huge in de- defining what it looks like to be what it means truly to be a missionary as in the the sense of being a pastor that is sent out in order to do those things. Right. Um, because you don't necessarily see that in, everywhere, but you also see um, things like short-term teams b- and mm-hmm. things like people going, missionaries that go over, but they're not the pastor. They're something like a deacon or something yeah. like an elder coming alongside. But I think the, the helpful thing in seeing that is, that it is all really related in pointing to the enablement of the preaching of the word, enablement of the um, of the equipping and expansion and church planting. So yeah. it's enabling and supporting, setting a model, um, and is entirely necessary. And I I'm greatly appreciative of that yeah. um, definition, and it's it's helpful for me to think about and helpful for me to um, to read the word. Um, to greater, uh, to establish a greater understanding of what that what that looks like. Um, sure. So, what what passages uh, would you guys point to 
largely in in thinking about that. Yeah, well, I mean, I even think just from this definition, the the first thing that sticks out to me is that idea of the Great Commission. And yeah, um, for for those people who are listening who know that, or or even those who don't know that, that's the uh, Matthew twenty eight nineteen, which says, "Go and therefore make disciples of all nations." baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, um, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always to the end of the age. So this is this is the kind of the big, um, a big statement that Jesus gives at the end of the book of Matthew in to his disciples in, um, this is your role, this is your job, make disciples, baptize them, um, and um, in lots of sermons and and. Um, teachings you'll hear this is a this is a great commission issue or that's a great commission issue and um, ultimately it comes down to the the gospel the great commission is the gospel being spread to unbelievers um, Mm -hmm. and to those who have not been baptized and who have not been um, exposed to or understand uh, the gospel so that i think that's the the first big thing so yeah Hmm. yeah i got romans 10 for us so Romans is kind of going through at least with chapter 10 is kind of going through um, how the salvation is for everyone so like Old Testament times like the Jews were God's chosen people but when Jesus came and died on the cross then it in a sense it opened up salvation for Jews and the the Gentiles who Gentiles are everyone else so we're all Gentiles and unpacking that subject takes 20 years and that was so many years thanks (laughs) for thanks for Making that concise. That was a good great. S- summary. Yeah. Yep. So that's good just summary. Quick little, quick little summary. So in the context of how salvation is for everyone, starting verse 13 of Romans 10, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how then will they call on him to whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? Hmm. How are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet those who preach the good news. So it's it's not just uh oh we're all saved so we're good. It's like no they they need to hear the word of God. They need to hear the gospel, and there has to be people who go and share the gospel. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think in Doxa uh, right now, Doxa is. FBC, so Faith Bible Church's college ministry. Yep. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> Join. 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 Um, uh, yeah. Um, right now we've been going through Act uh, over Zoom and praise the Lord in person soon, hopefully. Um, okay. And I think what's so sweet in Acts is a model set of Paul and Barnabas being the men that like the church has to offer. And they go and they plant churches and they long to be with the people and they preach the word um, and they are skilled in their tasks. Um, they're not just going on it for a summer vacation. They're not just mm-hmm. going for a this or a that. Um, it's definitely sanctifying as they go and they learn and they are greater sanctified and trained. Um, but they're yeah. they're skilled men who are sent. Um, and that's that's huge. Yeah. Um, and again, this is this is really uh, kind of a thinking exercise for all of us and um, for those that are listening, hopefully, to just be thinking about these things um, because there's there's a whole bunch of other variables of like, well, like what what's the what's the role of prayer in this uh, and support? Those are so necessary. 
in um in missions and mm-hmm. yeah what let's let's elaborate on that a well little bit. yeah i mean and even the idea of the the importance of the local church and um last i think it was last fall or maybe before um we had a a, t- a preacher come for one of our um uh r- college retreats and he taught on first thessalonians and his first message was on first thessalonians one and paul's writing to the thessalonians as a as a model church a church that um, is exemplifying what it looks like to grow and to be sanctified and to um, be ev- evangelized as well. And so um, in chapter 1, uh, verses kind of, okay, we'll go seven, 7 and 8, maybe a little lo- longer. It says, So that you, talking to the church, became an example to all believers in Macedonia and Achaia. Um, for not only has the word of the Lord sounded forth from you in Macedonia and Achaia, but your faith in God has gone forth everywhere so that we need not say anything. Um, so the, the idea that the local church is so intrinsic and essential in fostering one and, um, a desire to see the word of God spread, um, because that's where it is, uh, the word is preached and grown and where people are built up and discipled to go and do that. But then two, it's the means by which that actually goes and, and happens. So yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that that passage is super important. So. Hmm. Yeah. Sweet, but well, how how has this like affected our lives? Like, I, yeah. I think it'd be oh, yeah. interesting. What are, what are the means in, in, of that? Yeah, yeah, interested, interesting to see how um, the idea of missions and whether it's short term, um, how that short term has affected us. Uh, yeah, like what we've seen from our own testimony, hearing and learning from missionaries there. Right. Yeah. Let's get into it, dudes. Yeah, that is a whole. Get into that. Man, we could totally yep. <laughs> make two podcasts, two episodes about this. Dude. We may do that someday. Yeah. We'll see. Who knows? We might well, have a part so. two. Well, Logan, we'll we'll start with you, and then and then Noah, and then maybe over to me. Um, but like, what were you guys' desires? Like, why why was it your guys' desires to go on a short term mission trip? What was yeah? Kind of kind of walk us through that. Let's let's hear it. Sweet. I think there's there's a lot to unpack there because I know that I was I was saved before. I went on my trip, and my desires to go uh, on the trip that I went on um, were were good, I think, um, and it was just part of the Lord sanctifying me and wanting to go. I had applied for a team probably like four years ago or something like that and had been encouraged, you know what, like, we want to see you serve in the local church more, um, so we would, we're going to not send you this year and that was a huge blow to my pride and so necessary and I'm so thankful that that happened um but I think as I grew and really seeking to want to see people love Christ um and actually desiring that for for people um and to see church that's not just America you know yeah um, yeah seriously t- whole other topic dude for sure so oh sweet. my goodness but um i think it was it was a lot of a combination of those things a lot of well-led desires um selfish desires too of wanting to appear a certain way of being like people see this as a good thing to do and so i want to do it um or people seeing like i'm going overseas on like my instagram they'll think i'm dope you know um, right yeah yeah so i mean there's good desires in there and ones that were wrong and the lord sanctified and we'll get into that too but that's a sort of summary of of that but um daniel how about you man oh uh yeah i mean 
I had I had first time I went total total selfish reasons like I was learning I was learning Spanish in high school and I was like ooh what's kind of a fun way that I could um kind of develop and refine these skills a little bit um so totally totally selfish reason to go to um the Canary Islands which that's kind of part of our the Canary Islands uh, Canary Islands like check bags and Canary Islands yeah so the Canary Islands we we have a church um some of our longtime missionaries um Dave and Lois Belch were there after 25, 30 years in Venezuela. So they moved to um, the Canary Islands, which are, is off the coast of Morocco. Anyways, they, uh, they've been sending short-term teams there every, um, every summer. And I had a desire to go and just to see like what, cause I think, I think I didn't really have a lot of expectations going in. I was just kind of like, I have no idea what this is going to look like. Um, I know it's going to be totally different than anything I've ever, ever experienced. Um, and um, in that regard, I hope sanctifying. But um, uh, yeah, so um, selfish reasons, um, inquisitive reasons, wanting to see um, how the body worked in a different um, culture, you know, with different expectations in a different country. Um, so yeah, those were kind of the the desire fueling it. Um, and I, I mean, for sure, pride. Like, oh yeah, just like Logan said, like it's it's so easy to be like, oh hey, well, I want to go and do this because. Then people are seeing my works, and um, that's just so perverted. That's such the a selfish view. The antithesis of like everything that we're supposed to be doing as right. Christians and seeking well, God's I'm, glory. I mean, the, I I think the word yeah. antithesis is perfect. The antithesis of missions itself should never, in any ever, in any sense, be about you and what you're getting and what you're gaining. Um, huh. So yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, no. What about you? We yeah. we went we went together on the first trip. Yeah, we went together. So yeah, we both had our canarians on. Uh yeah, what was that like? Twenty seventeen that we went. Yeah, yeah. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Like it's only three years, but it feels like forever. It yeah. does. So we went to Tenerife Island in Spain, and I guess like I don't know. My desire is to go. So I'm trying to honestly remember because it felt like a while ago. But I think like so I heard about how there was the short term mission trips, and I heard from our leader Yannick who like has gone on them, and it sounded like something that would be cool to go overseas to meet other believers and help serve for sure so it was kind of presented like i applied and honestly so like there's like this application process and like this interview process and stuff and i think i I kind of applied i was just like oh i might as well just apply like it would be cool to go help and serve this church and stuff and i'll just apply to see what happens and then i ended up like being able to go and i was just looking forward to it because i was just excited to go overseas and to see what the body of christ like the body of the church like looks like in a different so like i don't know like i didn't necessarily have like super high expression expectations because i just had no idea what it was going to look like so i was just kind of like all right let's do this let's go love on people and love jesus <laughs> sweet sweet that's awesome um let's talk about just kind of what happened yeah, it was a when we were experience. there, dude. Yeah, Logan. I mean, yours is probably the most recent. Going to yeah. check what what happened with For you, sure. and that's that's really left an implant on kind of your life trajectory, right? Yeah, that word hit, hit us with it, brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I I didn't really go into this well enough earlier, and so I'm going to give a brief overview of what the um two the trips that are the FBC Faith Bible Church, the two short term teams that we send out annually. Um, we have one team that goes to the uh, Canary Islands, um, 
and that's in Tenerife. That's where you both have been, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as a number of other people. And we also send uh, another team into the Czech Republic. And both of those are for the purpose of coming alongside a church that um, is connected to our home church, whether that's through being directly sent or supported. Um, and that that is certainly the case in Spain and in um, in the city of Kladno in the Czech Republic, um, which is where I went. That's about 10 miles, 15 miles um, west of uh, west of Prague, um, uh, old coal town, uh, metal refinery. Nice. Um, and there's a church there that's been around for, uh, I think, around. I'm I'm gonna butcher this. I think around 20 years, maybe a little bit, maybe longer, maybe shorter. Um, <laughs> and uh, I know the family from FBC, the Denny's, have been there um, for the past uh, decade or so, and um, just been faithfully uh, pouring into the church there uh, and equipping elders. And every year, um, they there's a the church there, BSKK. Um, s- puts on a English camp, uh, and it's a pretty big, pretty big ordeal. A bunch of people uh, come to it, and um, it's in the mountains. It's really a pretty place, uh, and it's just an opportunity to bring English-speaking Christians to help teach English, but teach it for the purpose of sharing the gospel, inviting them to church, so that they might hear um, preaching of the word, also preaching. While we're there, uh, setting a model of loving Christ um, and having gospel conversations, uh, and it's it's sweet, sweet fellowship with the church there, um, and uh, sharing Christ with those who don't know Him. And it's there. I could talk talk about it for too long, but I don't want to do that. And when um, I went, um, actually, we'll we'll talk about that talk about that next about uh, what we learned when we go there. How about that? So. Yeah. I'll explain yeah. that after you. Well, actually, yeah, yeah let's have – no, if you want to um, explain kind of what happened because I, I would just be repeating everything you said, and maybe <laughs> I can – I'll start with what we learned or what I learned, and then you can do what you learned from Tenerife because yeah, I'll sure. kind of be bouncing off the same. So, yeah, for sure. Ahead. Yeah, so uh, for the, the Tenerife side, our church sends a sh- mission trip, short-term mission team over there like once a year, um, and the church was planted by Dave and Lois Belch, and it's been around for for a bit. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, when we were there the first time, it was like the 11th anniversary. Yeah, so it's yeah. 14 so now. It's, it's like fairly newish, but it's also been around for a bit. And so we just got to go down and help out. They kind of threw on like this whole, so like they had an English, um, English class, which we kind of split up. So there's like two parts. So you can kind of talk about the other part if you want to, but... How we had there was like an English camp part for the first week, and then there was like a, a sports youth camp part. And then for the next week, we kind of did it was like a two week thing. And then the next week, we did a, like a VBS type thing for the, all the kids and stuff, which was it was a lot of fun. And it was definitely interesting because I kind of went into it with no Spanish, so I couldn't really talk to a lot of people. So that's I'd, so fun, dude. Legendary. Yeah. So I was just like, 
I am here. Fish out of I water. have no idea what's going on, but I'm just going to love on these kids and goof off. Let and me whip out Google Translate and try to play a game of basketball. Dude, yeah. It, it was wild. It was a lot of fun, but it, it felt like I was, I was slightly drowning for the first week and a half. And then I was like, all right, let's do this. Sweet. Dude, yeah. Well, and I think that's what that's. I Yeah, all, all of that is um, kind of the same thing. Like with there's their sports camps. We run a soccer tournament for kind of the older um older guys that's i mean soccer is just the the thing over there um and so we played uh we, we have a tournament and there's there's lots of gospel conversations and um we do gospel skits uh on the last days after we've uh it's it's a really interesting model you the first three days it's really intentional in building relationships with uh the people who are who are there um and just getting to know people and it's it again it was really difficult the first year for um, me and and Noah in just trying to get to know people and trying to build those relationships so that um, when uh, when those gospel conversations come there's already a set foundation of, of care and compassion and um, you're a human being and I care for your soul uh, and I, I want that to be shown not just in um, in the words I say but in the, the actions that I, I give as well so yeah uh, yeah, that's that's kind of an overview of, of what happened. I mean, there's there's so much so much more. Yeah, so much um, more little the, details. The bird, bird's eye view of the the trip to Canary Islands. So all yeah. right, well let's. I'm gonna try to explain Ooh. what I learned <laughs> in less than two minutes. Let's Dude, see if I can do it. <laughs> Ready, set, go. All right. Um, I think when I went there, I had a pretty big, uh, idea of what I wanted to do with my life, which was essentially. Go to Montana State, great school. Uh, totally, you can have entirely good reasons for going there, um, and it's absolutely not wrong to go there if that's where you want to go because it's awesome. So go if you want. But um, <laughs> my my desires for going there largely were pretty misled because I just wanted to um, go ski, which again is totally fine. Um, but I wanted to go ski um, because I cared about what people thought about me. I wanted to go be at just build my persona around being the outdoor guy who does stuff, knows about gear, does whatever, um, just appears a certain way. Um, and I was like, oh, sweet. I get to do a missions trip this this summer right before that. That's pretty epic. What another way to look really cool, you know. Um, and going there, uh, just through the word, um, the gospel being preached, seeing the church there, um, seeing the just the faithfulness of missionaries there day after day pouring into um, people faithfully, um, and not for not for eye service. It's it that's that's one of the huge things that just stuck out to me. But just for because of the love of Christ compelling, um, and just seeing that and just the Lord working graciously in my heart to help me understand like, wow, I really just want people's recognition and I want people's recognition. However I can get, it. I want it in the church by acting a certain way. I want it in my communities by acting a certain way or looking a certain way. And just this entire base thing around really just my glory. And, um, that was, that pride was just really exposed when I was there. And I'm like, wow, I like if I w- I would maybe go play like a game with like kids the first day of English camp or I would go and like do do something or like help serve in some way and I'd be like oh my gosh I just did that just because I wanted to look a certain way not because I care not because I love Christ not because I want to serve and glorify him mm. like 
geez, what a self-centered piece of trash. Um, and just starting to realize, wow, like, what does it actually look like to serve well? What does it look like to serve out of a love for Christ and love for people? Um, and just, yeah, it was, it was so sweet. And, um, just seeing the model set there by the church, uh, and just the, the love and care and faithfulness, uh, was huge. And, um, I, I could go on for more. I probably just went over two minutes. (laughs) So my apologies, but, um, that's, that's really what I learned. And, um, yeah, God is good to show us our sin and also show him, like show us the joy of serving him and the, the reality of the, the purpose behind that being for his glory. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was huge. Super thankful. Wow. Yeah. I mean, really, really, uh, some similar things to what Logan was saying. The, I think the first big thing that I learned from the first time, cause I, I've actually gone the past three summers. And so there's been very different experiences each time. Um, but the first thing, uh, kind of the big thing that I came away with, uh, the first time I went was just the idea of the church on a global scale. Um, I I've been at one church my entire life, and I don't I don't think I would have it any different. Um, I would if I if I had to try again or do it again. I I love my church and it has discipled and equipped me, um, and God has used it to um, to encourage me and use people in it to uh, to be encouraging. But um, I didn't really understand the idea of a, the church on a global scale, and so being in Tenerife and seeing a different culture and a different language, and people that look differently than me and um, people that, I mean, acted differently in, in every, everything was completely different, but the idea of a, the same savior, the same Christ, the same, um, thing unifying us, that it wasn't just a temporal thing. It wasn't just like, Oh, what we, we have the same basketball team or we have the same favorite, um, soccer team or whatever, but it, it was an eternal, um, uh, thing that we could all put our identity in. And that was a sweet, sweet thing for me to see. Um, so that was kind of number one big thing. Number two was um, the idea of uh, the Holy Spirit and Christ have complete and total control of who um, who is saved and who gets saved. That going on a short-term team mission trip anywhere, like you, I, I am not a savior of anybody. I cannot save anyone. Um, God merely graciously uses us as instruments um, of his mercy to fulfill his plan that he already set in motion that he does not need us for. Um, and so I was hit that um, just pride and, oh, I'm going to go here and I'm going to make, make this huge impact. And that is just false. That is just wrong. Like we, we are going to, um, to support the Christians who are there and mm-hmm. hopefully model in a, he- a healthy way um, what it looks like to be a, a servant and a follower of Christ to encourage, to be encouraged, to learn, and then we leave, and their lives continue to go, and hopefully Christ, in his goodness, uses, and his grace uses um, something from that week or those two weeks to um, to encourage someone um, in in the plan that he has for them. Um, but I, for, from the first trip, I would say those are the two big things, um, that um, we are useless without the work that Christ has done in our lives, and praise him that he does that work, um, and that the church on a global scale is a beautiful and incredible thing, and that Christ's body is 
just <laughs> it's it's on a worldly scale. It ain't America, Chief. No, it's yep. it's it's global, and yeah. that was a really just a very good realization for me in a uh, little bubble of Spokane, Washington. Hmm. Hmm. Sweet, sweet Noah. Yeah, so I honestly learned a lot through that trip of like myself and the like what the church looks like globally, and just kind of like where. I feel like God wants me and stuff. So I think that's kind of where I'm going to touch a little bit. It's just like where I felt called to be and to do. So like going on the mission trip was great. Like I learned so much of like how to love, how to encourage where I need to grow, where I need to grow in sharing the gospel and loving on others. So it was good. But I think coming back is, it was great to be over there, but I think coming back is like, I felt a big call to, serve in the local church which is like we have i think the missions on both sides we have the global missions and the local missions and yeah i definitely felt huge called a lot more to the the local side so just investing in the church and i started serving in with the youth kids and loving on them and started meeting with guys in the church and investing in that and like not saying that the 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 short term was just kind of like oh i did that and now i'm not going to think about it anymore kind of thing like it, it was a huge blessing and it was awesome to go and love others and show christ but i just i think through that is just learning it's like okay i think this is where god wants me and that can change that's like, huge i could totally yeah. be wherever god wants me to. if it's going to be overseas then i might end up overseas but it it was it was just pretty awesome. It's just different experiences, learning like where I need to grow and, and how to love others. There's a few instances, like I said, I didn't speak Spanish. So there's, a, I got just thrown in to be in charge of games one week and I was like, what am I doing? And then, sweet, yeah. Well, that's, and that's a cool thing that I think that like me and Logan have firsthand experience in seeing and that like for, for Noah, like him saying that, like I can look back and I can be like, yep, that is that is exactly what happened. Um, not that that service and love wasn't there before, but that, like, from and that from that time, like, it this isn't Noah just saying like, oh, it like totally changed me and like, now it was all perfect. But that like his like <laughs> no. the, the Lord the Lord really changed his heart through it to maximize take advantage being here. Yeah, take yeah. advantage of the place where the Lord has him. And like I I can see that so clearly, and that's so encouraging to hear uh, because. Our, our responses to something like this are, are going to be across the board. And to see something like that and to see the realization mm-hmm. and Christ working in his heart to be like, I want to commit to loving these crazy numbskull junior hires. And like that, that is a sweet thing like that. So that's, that's been encouraging to me. Yeah. So yeah, no, I that's think, pretty awesome. I think the reality is when like, for instance, if I were, if someone were to go on a, on a trip and then come back and like sit with their hands folded being like, I'm just waiting until I can be there permanently. I'm not going to serve in the church right now. Like that's, that's so not what it should be, you know, because ultimately it's like wherever we, wherever we are there, wherever the Lord has us, whether it's here or there, it's like our role is to serve in, in the church and to bring God glory through the evangelizing of the lost and equipping of the saints. Um, And that, that can be, that can be anywhere and it's needed everywhere. It's not needed. Um, it's not a, la- a lesser, lesser or greater really. It's ultimately no. like it's the expansion of God's church exactly. and whatever and wherever that looks like. Yeah. It's but not just a overseas only 
type thing. It's node serving the local church as well and the neighborhoods as well. Right. Yeah. So, and I think that just jumps into our next little thing that you just kind of talked about basically, but like what we're doing right now. Yeah. And um, that that really is what we're doing right now. I think it's it's hard, especially given our current situation of being not meeting as a local body um, mm-hmm. because of COVID uh, and caring about the, the health of uh, one another and the needs of one another. Um, it has looked different, but um, in the, in the last few months, but the reality of caring for, caring for the local church and being equipped um, is what, is what it looks like. And what it, what it was kind of looked like for me is uh, coming before uh just leadership at FBC and being, hey, I want, I don't know what I'm gonna end up doing. I just want to be equipped and trained, and come under your guys' leadership. Uh, and I need prayer to be able to pursue that more and do that more, um, and to continue to seek Christ in that. But um, that's kind of what it's looking like for me right now. I don't even know where I'm going to school next quarter um, or next year. Uh, I don't know what any of that looks like. I don't know what next week looks like, honestly. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just a weird time, but it's very uh, there's, I mean, just us getting together, uh, getting together and discipling one another. Us getting together with, uh, like younger younger dudes and discipling, mm-hmm. um, reading the word together, uh, sharing the gospel with those who we can, um, in whatever given context that looks like, um, is kind of what we've been doing recently. Um, but that's, that's impacted just through a realization of the need for the gospel to go out everywhere. And that is just needed here in our present climate. Um, but yeah. Right. Well, and I, I mean, I even, um, coming back from, from the trips from all of them, I just have this, this, just this discontentment hole in my heart where it's like, well, I just want to be back there. Cause, um, it's just, real it just be, yeah i mean i i don't i don't really know if i could if i could explain it you just you just want to be there because you your heart's endear to the people and you love them and um i was really convicted at one point because i think it was i think it was funches i think it was paul funches is like well daniel you got a super cool opportunity um but the reality is that if if you can't be uh, a missionary to the person across the hall from you in your residence hall in your dorm dude then probably isn't the greatest idea to be to be going 7000 miles across the ocean to be Dang. evangelizing other people and There's man that hit me right right in the stomach. Yeah, bro. I was like holy cow. That's can true. I read yeah. can I read one quote from uh an essay uh hopefully hopefully this is okay to quote. I haven't asked for permission. <laughs> um I'll ask it's better to ask for forgiveness than for permission. <laughs> 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 Not really, but um, I, I totally did it too. I didn't ask permission. I yeah. No. Um, so please forgive. Sure he'll be okay with it. But, but I will cite my source. Do it. Of um, uh, Marcus Denny's uh, master's thesis. thesis. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, on the missionary as a preacher, um, and the centra- centrality of preaching, um, and this this quote says. If it is not a sacrifice to part with a potential missionary, he is not called to go. I think that's exactly the same words, really, that you just said of, uh, or that Paul said of being like, if he's not 
actively if like we're not actively pouring in here there's no reason we should go anywhere else mm-hmm. like if we're not actively seeking to disciple and to equip and to evangelize here um and to be equipped there's no reason we should go um if it's not like someone who is a huge is a large asset to uh the health of a church like there's there's no reason to send um send them so that's that's convicting for me of being like man i really like i if i ever even want to end up going somewhere and it's not it's not i don't serve here for the purpose of serving there in the future i serve here because it's like it's just as needed as anywhere else and so that's that's an important reminder in where we find ourselves presently so yeah i think like for me like what what i'm doing now is like i kind of touched on a little bit it's like um, didn't feel necessary called that overseas was my mission zone, but serving in the church was kind of my missionary missionary. So I've been serving on youth staff and loving on boys who are still trying to figure out what deodorant is used for. So Sweet. Just it's useful. You'll so you don't just like sp- spray it at each other like Axe? No, don't stay axe with Axe. versus Old Spot. Oh, axe. dang, bro. What? But so just loving on them and mm, discipling them and helping them see like, Hey, this is what the Bible says. And this is what we're called to do. So let's talk about this. Let's read this. Hmm. And it's kind of my area where I've been working in and serving. Thanks man. Thanks for doing that. Well, yeah. And I think, I think that, um, that kind of for me is, is pretty similar too. And that like at this point we're just learning how to be a disciple and how to be disciple makers. And yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at my life and I am not very good at that. And just, just trying to have a gospel conversation with an unbeliever that's just hard, and um, I, it just takes time uh, of wiser people, like Logan was saying. Like we, like just throw us, throw us to the dogs, throw us to the the leaders who are gonna call us on our on our crap, and are gonna expect much of us, and are gonna push us to our limits so that we can be maximized for gospel work. And I mean, what a blessing that we have a have a have a church where those things are available and provided and yeah yeah it's crazy huge 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 i've said that too much i'm sorry (laughs) it's it's all great it's okay it's late no pasa nada no pasa nada it's It's just it's late (laughs) 12 12 a.m we're recording this so yes this is awesome so by the way by the way no pasa nada means it's all good that was a little phrase that we learned in espana no pasa nada my phrase was where's the bathroom and my name is noah yeah yeah Picked up a I'm trying to things. think of my, my phrases. Uh, Yours are so y'all, bad. Y'all, dude, it was because <laughs> the first thing we saw was a drugstore, and it said drug, druggy. And like, <laughs> the only <laughs> word I knew at that point was dobre, and so I was like, dobre, droggy. <laughs> Can you tell us what dobre means, Logan? Good. Dobre. Uh, Good drugs. Des- destroying the pronunciation, but it's dobre. Nice. Dobre. Good, good. Do- something. Drugs are not good. Good, good, good. I have a 12-day streak on Duolingo of learning Czech. Czech. Yeah. Dude. Dude, isn't that sweet? That's awesome. What what have you learned? What have you learned? Uh, Oh, man. You just put me on the spot, dude. Thank you. Um, Kluk, I think, is boy. Okay. Mali Kluk is bad boy. Ah. Or small boy. No, that sounds good. I think it's small boy. Mali. Mali is like mal. It's like bad. I'm pretty sure it's small, actually. Okay, small. Or little boy, Malik Luke. Little boy. Um, so it could be three things right now. Yeah. That's wow. What we got. Well, that's all right. Small, little, or bad. Okay. And I think Strom is tree. Stroš is castle. 
I think. Dude, these words are all really cool. <laughs> it, I know. It's so cool. It's so hard to understand. Dude, that's really cool. But, cool. Um, what? All right. Well, stroch. Well, dudes. Um, Dobre stroch. Dobre stroch. Good tree. We call it a call it a pod. Any any last words? Any definitions? We haven't gotten any questions in our email yet. That's something we want. We want you to ask us questions, ask us to talk about something, ask for advice. You don't even have to give us your name, even though we'll know your email <laughs> tag. Oh, uh, we, create a we, fake we, email. If you don't, if you don't want us to to like cite you, you can say that. But we want to hear from you guys, and that email is s t e p i n t h e s t o k e at gmail dot com. Steepin the Stoke without the G. Yep. 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 Two E's. E. All right. Steepin. Well, like I said, we're recording this at twelve a.m. in the morning, and I don't know about you guys, but we got work tomorrow. Baby. I'm a little sleepy right now. Time so. to sleep. I got work. You work in the morning. So thanks for giving this a listen. Alrighty, Stokers of Stoke Nation. Stoke Nation. Dude, that's we're, like we're piecing out. That's too. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, it, there, there was the goods, goods of from the grinds for the goods day. Goods from the grinds. Yeah. yeah. Epic. All right. Sweet. Sweet. Thank you. Peace Thank you, out, Lord. brothers. Um, give us uh, grace on anything that we may have said yeah. that was either. Um, abrasive or just wrong but um you know that god will have grace on us and that too yep so yeah um love you guys whoever's listening um we'd love to hear from you uh this is our third ever episode so sweet we are done peace and love peace deuces deuces